talking about self-love self-actualization we're talking about uh, ego death is something i want to touch on um so in today's fast-paced world we often neglect ourselves the most that's something that is uh, like really hits really hard on, on myself because i I, I do all this work that i feel like is for me but then I'm always waiting for gratification on the outside. Um, and then, like, this is this subject matter we're going to be talking about today is a little bit about how to foster a better respect for yourself, a better love for yourself. Because as many of you know, it was Valentine's Day recently. Was it? It was. So. You didn't give me anything. I, I didn't get you. I didn't get you anything because honestly, the the unit of time measurement that we have on this earth is fallible, and human inventions often belittle themselves. <laughs> and like, why is February the fourteenth the one day that we can show love? I'm going to show you love every day, CP. I don't need a day. I don't need a day to celebrate this shit. We don't have a lot going on in February. We don't. That's true. So I think we need assuary. <laughs> well, there's that. I'm trying to step out of the box. Oh, okay. Oh, I see. So like we, yeah, we could have something else going on in February instead. Like, how about Self Awareness Day? Like that's something where the whole reason I started CNC is is has a lot to do oh, with self awareness. Sorry. I I got. I was like, "Why am I hearing static in the background?" I had the, your audio kind of on. Okay. Oh, I see. Proceed. Yeah, we like. I started this sort of just as a way to sort of help myself think through some of my own shit, and then I've discovered so much about myself from starting CNC and trying yeah, to like really creative. foster just expansive creative thought, and then share it with everyone who wants to. Excuse me, to hang out. I would, um, I would say um, if, you're, if you're someone who likes to think a lot and be existential and question reality and also want to find more about yourself and do things like practicing self-love like we're talking about today, um, you can hang out with us every Friday and we talk about this stuff. But uh, just as a, a service to you as viewers, um, I, I, as doing this, I don't know how you feel, Space Viking, but this is great. Um, just having another person who thinks like you, who has the ADHD thing, having that same vibe. Uh, I would suggest, you know, if you're that type of person uh, and you don't find you're hanging around with all those type of people, get at least one in your life. Get yourself find one Space Viking and uh, <laughs> find a Space Viking. <laughs> There's a lot of yeah. them. There's a lot of Space Vikings out there. We we oh, came yeah. we we came we came to Earth. I'm the forty second one. 
Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, the, there's there's many more. They don't number themselves like I do. I love the number forty two, so I've numbered myself. I sort of put it out there. I'm gonna I'm gonna refresh the timer. We're on a we're on a schedule today because CP's got somewhere to be. So we're gonna be doing some sort of like flash <laughs> flash fast fast acting subjects here. Yeah, and, and 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 if you guys are bummed, like, oh, this is gonna be cut short. This is uh I'm not I'm not going to get a pizza. Let me tell you, you know, I, I, I'm going to a funeral, so I got a good excuse <laughs> to to get out early. You're not you're not getting a pizza. A uh, uh, I I did get pizzas. Um, Abso got us a breakfast pizza yesterday. It was a great start to the day. Oh, awesome! And I don't know if you notice in the background, you see in front of the Terminator machine over there, there's a heart <clears throat> pizza, and uh, oh, there's well, there's a. There's my heart right there. Here's Emily, the heart pizza. Thank you for displaying for us. It's a butt too. It's, it's a butt as well. So, so this is Emily made this for you for Valentine's Day? No, no, no. What this is is a pizza that is modeled after the last pizza Abso and I had before we went into pandemic mode. Oh. We got a we got a a heart-shaped pizza from a place called Kushnock. It's a great pizza place in, in Maine. And they had cupped pepperonis and uh, basil and hot honey and stuff. But these have, like, some jalapenos to show oh you God. that kind of spite, spiciness. That's this amazing. This was made by our friend, uh, oh. Sonnet. Oh, Sonnet, Sonnet made, made that too? Sonnet made this too. Oh, my too. God. I'm so glad you guys have uh, commissioned her. It's a big, thick boy. And so what this is going to be is a mat for, we're talking about Valentine's Day in the month of February. So every February, the, the pizza heart comes out. And it comes as a mat. And all the pizza cats that I have congregate pizza love oh, every February. Pizza love. Because uh, I have a pizza cat over here. I have the first one. But each arcade cabinet will have its own pizza cat representing it and then they'll come out and they'll congregate and i check out sonnet of silence if you want this kind of stuff that's brilliant I, i'm always i'm always doing a sonnet commercial i think she should like sponsor <laughs> us like, like i think we should work stuff that out. she also needs a sponsor though <laughs> yes so i'm gonna refresh the timer and we'll, we'll start our first flash can you heat me up a cup of coffee First, um, first blast, mind blast. We'll, ca we'll call it right. mind blasting. This, 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 is, yeah. <laughs> this segment is called mind blasting. Uh, CP, blasting. C yeah. C CP, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna level with you. I already forgot all the names of the segments that we talked about. <laughs> My therapist yeah. tells me Two of that's them. something that I don't do. You gotta write it down, dude. We gotta start. We I did. I forgot. CP, I forgot. I wrote it down. <laughs> I did no, write it down. Okay. okay. So it's Dig Dug themed. Remember? Right. We have, so, we have Deep Dig. We have Breaking Ground. See, you don't. You didn't forget. I did. And I wrote it down. The, 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 the oh, my God. Yeah. So the we're talking about all this shit. They're trying to put a fucking quarry in beside my house. We're talking about digging in the earth. Oh, triggered. Well, I don't. Are we are we giving it energy by doing that? 
I don't give a fuck, dude. It's probably going to come either way and I'm going to move. So, oh, well, it's just the path of my life. I'm fighting while I can, but it's ironic, isn't it? Well, <laughs> you actually, you, I love how our, our brains work in such conjunction that I, you often lead the podcast into the subject matter like so easily. Um, it's, how my brain, it's how my brain flows. Um, so our first <laughs> our first subject is is actually how do you um level with yourself and let yourself sort of just be and allow your life to just go in the directions that it's supposed to go in and and that like you need to just you know how there's lots of people out there they go they say oh i'm such a fuck up oh my god i'm so stupid they like they say things like that a lot yeah yeah i mean and and that's that's like incredibly negative self-talk. And that's you not recognizing that not everything is your fault. And sometimes you can be so conditioned for negative self-talk that it's the only thing inside of your head. So you don't know how to motivate yourself. So what you do is you start using the self-talk that you learn from older people, your, your grandparents, parents that were talking shit. And then you're like, how do I go? Oh, well you better fucking do it, dude. Or, you know, I got one little Hogan there for a minute there, yeah. but you, uh, it's just a habit these days. And you just have to, uh, you have to motivate yourself. So you're yeah. like, I've said stuff to myself. I will do this. Even if it kills me, if it kills me, it's worth it. Like I'll say extreme shit. I'll die doing this fucking project. I don't care. And then, and then I'll say stuff like resentful stuff. And I'm like, and then they'll know how hard I worked and appreciate me because I fucking died at my craft. Like very hardcore, mm -hmm. resentful, angry speech that I learned. And, you know, it's not just the ADHD. Like just dealing with that has allowed me enough time to sit and think about this and be like, damn it, this is going to be a lot of reconditioning. So the question I ask spiking how do we do that how do we stop being like you piece of shit get up and get out of bed versus like get out of bed it's gonna be a good yeah. day and you deserve to have something good here you know like and yeah. it's there's there's space for you and you're not just working against everybody well, like i i've started uh going back to the gym recently good. and oh. you look swole as hell i'm horny looking at you right now <laughs> thank you i appreciate that i uh I mean, I'm I discovered to a going to the gym. It's it's like a it's a trick though. Like your brain will say things that you want, and you'll agree without even. It's like a subconscious agreement, and that's where you have to like. That's where you have to draw the line. And you have to like actually have conversations with yourself in your head and say, actually, no, I want to go to the gym. I want to. I actually want my life to get better progressively. And then your brain will say, no, you want to lay down. You just worked all day. You want to, you want to do this. You want to, you want to have a, you don't want to have that healthy food. That doesn't taste great. You want to have the shitty food and like treating yourself with respect is where I think it starts is being like, if you can respect yourself enough, then you can say, actually, no, I want the good outcome. I want the better outcome. And you have to have that conversation with your own brain because it's going to try to tell you that you want the easiest the tastiest, the best of everything, but the actual negative outcome of those those supposed better things isn't actually better. It wants it wants the immediate gratification. 
versus where i think uh get into this with the dreamers arcade kind of ideology and the groom the groom yeah the gloom interesting i guess we're getting getting married today (laughs) uh will you be my bride (laughs) (laughs) it is it is a little after valentine's day i waited to pop the question my love anyway uh the the idea of that it's it's just really weird because think you deserve to have a treat like we're, we're in a society that there's been so much shown i really just said we're in a society yeah we're in a society we uh we think we if we work hard especially doing something we don't like like what's the point of our life at the end of the day other than to reward those activities for maybe the job we don't like or the obligation that we had to do. It's like, well, where's the me time? And a lot of times it isn't that self-talk or that relaxation or something simple, overly complicated. And it's usually associated with purchasing something and giving yourself uh, food or uh, some, you know, maybe a drink or a smoke or a little, a thing that you buy that you do ritualistically to be like, okay, uh, pat on the shoulder. You did a good job, CP. You got to do it all over again. Uh, and it kind of, I think, fights that monotony. Yeah. But it's, it's, a, it's a gift and a trap at the same time. Because if you're, if you're saying, like, I want to get in shape, and that's, you have to ask, what's the intention? That will help yeah. the journey. But if you're like, no, I deserve to have a, uh, a giant pizza, and uh, I worked hard. But can you have both? Can you can you say like you deserve to have a nice slice of pizza, and maybe go for a walk, uh, and that'll you know counterbalance because you're, you're actually... gonna go for a walk because you want to get toned up, you want to hike a mountain, you know like you, you set yourself yeah. or get a bike, set yourself like a what you why you want to lose weight other than the fact of like I have to lose weight just to be like normal. Oh, yeah. There's gonna be a different way to lose weight for everyone. Um, so yeah. like, like the, having a piece of pizza, I've heard, I've heard many different conflicting things in the health world that, uh, it's been my experience based on my body type and what my, how my brain works, how my body works, etc. And that's personally for me, cause it's going to be different for everyone that I actually can have that slice of pizza. I just, I need to have only one and I, then I do need to go for a walk, do something active, um, you know, take care of, uh, like maybe do two chores. It's amazing how many calories you're going to burn just cleaning your house <laughs> yeah like and, and it's like you if you don't want to leave the house if it's say it's two people like my brain yesterday for instance i did not go to the gym last night because i was just like i'm so done with society i'm i'm staying home i'm gonna have some food and do a live stream and what i did instead was i did i did 10 push-ups i did the dishes i vacuumed and i cleaned the bathroom and then i started my live stream and it felt the same as when i w- would go for a workout because I did them, I did it fast, and I did it like thoroughly, and it was really physically exerting. So that's awesome. that's like, and that's sort of a mental health thing too. Because then when I woke up this morning, I would go into my kitchen to make the coffee, and the dishes are done, and my brain just like a weight just off my brain. Yeah. So that's another way that you can love yourself. That's a huge way that you can love yourself is you can set up your day to allow yourself for personal. And physical expansion and growth. 
like actually set up your days to be something more every day instead of just oh i'm just existing i'm just driving yeah i i love that idea of carryover where you do a little bit more each day it's it's maybe not you know we have a big expectation especially people with adhd like I need to get in shape, but it's like, how long did it take you to get out of shape and how much commitment was it to sitting around gaming and eating crap food mm -hmm. hours and hours and to expect like it to just flip back is, is unrealistic. So yeah. that expectation, like, how do you do something just a little bit more better? It's like, if, if, if I'm not working an hour at the gym or I, I can't go for a, a three mile walk or something. It was short bursts. When I first started walking during COVID, I couldn't walk for crap. And then I started walking a little bit every, every hour. And it would equal the three miles. But I didn't do it all at once. Here and there, grabbed it where I could throughout the day, which is not an ADHD concept. It's like, usually it's like, now, let's do this. Now, let's do this. Now, let's to actually just be like, I'm going to take a break and walk for a few minutes and then come back. It's really relaxing and in control because it's like oh this is i didn't make it too hard for myself yeah the, doing that kind of stuff helps but realistic goals and milestones uh eat a whole pizza every day if that's your jam next time you get a pizza you eat one less slice and you you walk a little bit after you've eaten the pizza if you don't walk like 50 feet i don't care but then the next time you get a pizza even if it's like a slice and a half less you just keep minimizing and then you your body's going to respect that more and you're going to be able to accept it more than be like i'm i'm not going to eat a fucking thing i'm a big piece of shit this, this is what i'll tell myself that's, that's something that uh, again i'm not i'm not an expert no, neither cpri are experts in most of the things we talk about um but i have no, noticed that for, for <laughs> yeah for for my for my body um if i go the starvation route, my body goes into survival mode and my metabolism actually gets heavier. Like if, if I'm in that sur survival starvation mode, my, I could eat a crumb and I will gain weight so fast because my body is just, Oh, I need to save this. He hasn't eaten in a long time. I need to save all of this. Like we think that we're in control of our body, but it's actually 99% of our body does what it does without our control. Yeah, it's amazing what I'm finding by understanding your body, too. If you're someone who is easily uh, seduced by novelty. Uh, oh, all the, all the time. Yeah, and it, it's, it's really easy to uh, uh, get caught up in uh, negative behaviors and not know how to break down these small short-term things, but also to understand inner workings of your yourself and your body. I started doing breathing exercises, speaking of self-care at this time last year, and I continued to do that and it's made major jumps, like just stop and take really deep breaths, really pull in the abdomen, push the air, uh, Feel the flow to sit in restful position. Uh, you know, I'm not saying like actually people think like you have you have to have super posture and things. I just lie down on my bed sometimes and let the air flow through my body and get to my muscles, and you feel so good and that's so beneficial. Just doing I, something 
simple like that. Well, I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna pause you a little bit right there. I actually want anyone who's watching right now that has interest in sort of how your mind and your body works. I want everyone to actually practice that what CP just said. Like, sit down and take a 30 second breath. 15 seconds in your nose, 15 seconds out. Now, yeah, let's do okay. it now. So we're gonna, so you, you, and you if you, up, if man. you, if you close your eyes, okay, close your eyes, it actually enhances it, at least for me. It'd be different for everyone. Sit up straight, shoulders yep. back. And you want to breathe into your chest, not into your stomach. Like if you just breathe into your stomach, it actually slouches you and that takes your whole energy into a different space. You just count 15 seconds with the breath in. Hold. 15 seconds out. And that always equalizes me a bit. Um, that may that may it not. Have... Feel, yeah, it makes me feel good in the front of my head. Like lightens me up. Yeah. Um, and I realized I said fifteen seconds without realizing that everyone's going to have a different capacity. Um, myself personally, oh, I yeah. do fifteen, but like five seconds is fine. Ten seconds is fine. But just as long as you take the time. I, I I've been yeah. actually really bad with practicing this. Um, I keep forgetting morning after morning after morning what this does for me, and I don't start my day with that, and I really should. Yeah, I should too. Uh, but you know what we should do? We should never say the word "should" again. So that's part of self care, and it's very hard. Don't say oh, "should" probably. Actually, thank Great. you. That's something I Great. wasn't even considering. Um, yeah, there's it's hard. There's an after, there's an affirmation side to this that um, you instead of saying should say I'm going to I am yeah. I am I I'm getting better I'm improving like that's because I confident yeah I touched on this in an, on another coffee and contemplation with the client I was working with where he said someone broke the broom. Oh yeah, yeah, you and, mentioned the broom and and and, like, and it's like no no the just the broom broke. And he's, he's like, no, someone broke the broom. And I'm just like, do you know who broke the broom? And no, I don't know. And then CP actually who broke the broom because I break all brooms all across the world. That's my that's my jam. But don't tell you. Don't tell oh, somebody, I, yeah, somebody. I need to. When I set up the uh, I work at a homeless shelter. So when I set up the shelter in the morning and do my rounds, I have to I have to tell everybody CP is coming today. He's going to break all the brooms. No one take it personally. <laughs> broom breaker. <laughs> Um, the breaker. In these hands. <laughs> right, these hands. So I want to reiterate that um midway point of the segment. That CP and I are doing this for fun. Um the only reason I'm speaking so confidently about this subject is that since 2016, I have completely reinvented myself. Oh, okay. Let's uh like it, it has let's been. Hear, let's hear how. Let's hear the, the one minute, the snippet in a minute version. Of, yeah. Uh, 
it has been how you improved yourself in eight years. So I was, uh, let's say, mildly racist. I didn't. Oh my. I didn't. I I say mildly. Here's the thing. I I would still say things that I didn't understand what I was even saying because I didn't know the background of it. So you're um, accidentally racist through etymology or terminology. Thank you. Yes, that's that's a bit. That's a really good way to put it. Because my dad had these jokes that I just always repeated and never really understood completely. And then, like, I was awful with my eating habits. Um, I was completely and utterly codependent in every relationship that I was in. Like, it was all the only reason I was dating was because I felt like I was supposed to be and that I that the my worth my worth completely depended on me having Obligated. a girlfriend. Obligated. Yeah, yeah there was there was so much. And then there was um, a huge aspect of the fear and the insecurities were, were stemming from sources that I did not yet understand either. And my life just kept going into these patterns that my life was living me. I wasn't living my life. Yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. It's that's that's very much what what happens to the ADHD people. Like you do get confused on what you're supposed to do, what your role is, what you want gets pushed out the window. You start to do start doing obligatory things, and then one day somebody goes, "What do you want?" And you go, "I don't." fucking even know i forgot i stopped i stopped asking myself that question yeah i used to say i had too many options I, I used to say um why me yeah. all, all the time sad boy that's why you like sad, girl. sad boy yeah no we we touched on that in our uh on our little um introductory like talking to each other before it started that uh, i used to be i used to like seek out um, women who were more depressed and more broken than me so that I could feel better. Oh, you're, were you a fixer? I, w I was, the thing is, I, I didn't want to fix them because then they'd become less broken oh, no, than me. You wanted them to fix you, but they were more broken than you, so they couldn't do that. Is that I thought I thought that by teaching, I would also become better. Oh, that's a probably logical fallacy. Yeah, exactly. That's That's the thing where instead of becoming better i would go i would just become more comfortable in what i was with this person there was a uh since we're on the subject of valentine's day um i'm of course not gonna name names but I, I was dating this woman that i had just started getting better like i started realizing some of these problems right and i was i was still dating this woman and i was trying to get her to follow me like, like, I don't want you to fix me. I don't want to fix you. But these things are helping me. Maybe they'll help you. She just was not getting on board, right? I was going to the gym. I, like, was... I, I never smoked anyway, but I was avoiding, like, unhealthy habits. And I was starting to lose weight at an exp exponential pace because my life was starting to improve. And she just kept making choices that we're not in line with that. And I'm like, I want someone who's going to grow with me. You think you said, you this, think this, you made that decision though, consciously to well, sabotage the relationship? I don't even know, but like, here's the kicker. That's this something, just that's to, something that I would do. Yeah. But to put it in perspective, this was the first woman that I broke up with instead of she broke up with me. Oh, someone's got some big balls now. Well, that's that's what the, you you say that. But that's our, that's also something we can touch on. Our society 
like it was a healthy choice for both of us. Like, it was not necessarily an ego thing. Like, I do want to touch on ego death, but that's going to be our deep dig in 10 minutes here. I don't want to like jump the oh, shark good, with that. I need, that's uh, something I need to work on. Yeah. yeah so good. like we, All right, we got it, 10 minutes of this. So. It was just this moment of realizing that, wait, I know what I want now. That was like a what? huge light bulb moment of like, I actually give a shit about having what I want. And if you're not going to be there to help me, then I got to I got to step away. And it's like, I'm, you're not you're not going to want to be with a guy who doesn't want you around. And I'm not going to want to be with someone I don't want to be around. You might. Yeah, but then might. they might. They oh, they, they, they might. Yeah, that's right. That's they that's something that, you know, they they, you know, they, they, mm-hmm. they might want the guy that's not going to be around. But oh, that's them. true. Yeah. And it's like we you know, dad be shitty to him, so mm-hmm. that's all they know. Oh yeah, there are. There's definitely a lot of um. Sorry, definitely. Sorry, I do mumble sometimes. I apologize. I'm, that's something. I'm, that's one of the biggest things I'm working on, especially since streaming is mumbling, mumbling too much, and like my yeah. oh yeah, I have I have lip muscles and blah blah blah. And oh, I don't know if we were live when we did this, but remember I told you about that um that exercise uh, to get your brain and your mouth talking to each other properly. <laughs> Is uh, hey, the quick brown fox jumps over the large brown log. Quick brown fox jumps over the large brown log. Yeah. Quick brown fox jumps over the large brown log. Oh. Fox over the <laughs> large. Oh. Now that's it's also a one of the sentences that uses every letter of the alphabet, I believe, and that's why they use it for typefaces to see like what each letter looks like. Oh, um, that's where I initially got it, but I found out that saying it helps my brain. Useless fact of the day, right there from yeah. CNC. <laughs> we now love you know. our useless trivia. So, because, CP, uh, I've been. We're full of that, so we'll throw it in there with our good stuff in the meantime. So, uh, CP, did, did you also have many? You're you're around ten years older than me, right? I will say that, but yes. <laughs> um, I just wanted to know if, like, did you also have this moment in your life when you were like, I don't, I don't like any of this. I want to change this shit. <laughs> did I ever, or am I perpetually having that moment? Well, that's, I love that you said that, because you, you, once you hit that moment of wanting to change it and stop, and you stop just existing... You then you now you become a main character instead of an NPC, <laughs> and then it's and then it is perpetual. You're right. That's you. You jumped right into where I was going with that. I love that. <laughs> I'm a mind reader. I yeah. recognize with my hyperfixated ADHD brain. Look out. Yeah. I'm learning. I'm learning about myself. So. We all we uh, if you if you if you start that process, it's hard to stop it, and. There's many, there's been days when it is so exhausting and difficult that I, 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 I wish I could go back to the, the blindness, to the, I don't know how else to describe it. Like there, there, there are times when it's so hard that I wish I could just go back and stop and stop thinking and stop analyzing and stop like, like trying to fix myself because sometimes what I try doesn't work. And it gets um, difficult. Yeah, I, I, I have two responses to that. Um, one would be um, 
scene in the first movie, The Matrix. There's a character who's the Judas character. They call him Cypher, uh, Lucifer, uh, you could derive from, played by Joey Pat, great actor. And he goes to the agents and makes a deal to be put back into the Matrix. And uh, he's talking about the stake. He's like, does my mind tell this? I don't know. I, he's analyzing it. And he's like, then he tastes the flavor. And he's like, but oh, man. All I know is like ignorance is bliss. So he just wants to go back in is shut off. Right. And though he knows the truth because the truth is so overwhelming. I just want to go back before all this was in my head. Mm. Uh, so that's like a great example for like wanting to reject. And then I also did a, a, uh, a religious Bible, uh, uh, study, at a point in my life and learned about uh, Catholicism and the guy who was going through the class was this, was a guy like us, dude, like nerdy, smart dude. And he, I go, well, what, what was it for you that I had to ask everybody? Like what made you decide race Catholicism? Because I found out he was um, a philosopher in a sense. And right. he said, he goes, honestly, I was probably going to, end my life like i was in such i was in such turmoil by thinking too much i just needed something to focus on and this is easy the guy who's teaching me about the religion straight up told me like i am so clouded with all the stuff because i have so many ideas i just wanted to sit in one concept at this point in my life so that i could enjoy it because it was just overwhelming so that was the choice much like cypher made in the matrix ignorance is bliss and not that that is an ignorant ideology it's just sometimes some things are easier to talk about the weather or to small talk yeah i legitimately despise talking about the weather and small talk in general like i cannot I, it's not, it's not that I can't, it's, it's that, like, as I'm doing it, I'm thinking, who doesn't know already? Like, if you, if you stepped outside your door, and you went to your car, and you, and you did some stuff, and then you encounter a person, um, you've already had those thoughts, and you've already thought about, oh, it's, it's this weather, it's that raining. It's like, when you enter that conversation with that person, I want to know, I want to, I want to know how your day is. I want to know, like, what, what happened to you today that was interesting? Like, give me, give me, like, something I've started asking people is, um, I actually picked this up from a self-help group I was a part of for uh, a couple months. You start asking people, hey, what's, what's your, what's your number out of, out of 10? Like, what, where are you at? And because that, that removes the, hey, how are you? Oh, yeah, I'm good. That actually gets your mind thinking. I actually feel like shit right now. <laughs> like I'm I'm at a one, you know, or like I'm at a, or maybe you're at a ten. And like I want someone to tell me why they're at a ten. I want them to tell me like, oh my god, this this happened to me today. I'm like, oh shit, that's awesome. Like the human experience, you know. And like what causes us to devolve to devolve into? Hey, it's raining today. Yep, yep, mm-hmm, yep, raining today. <laughs> 
everybody can accept that. I can't walk oh. up to a stranger and be like, how's your dick swinging, Hank? I can't do that <laughs> to a stranger. You know, like there's certain things that are inappropriate and there's certain things That's that are just cool. not like, I can't be like, I can't see an 80 year old dude be like, dude, are you playing that, uh, that, that new fucking, I don't even know. See, I'm getting old. I don't even know what's hot. What's the hot, hot shit these days. Uh, you know, you're playing the new game. You're like, what? What now? You on what? Twitch? You on yeah. Twitch, buddy? You want to watch my Twitch stream? Let's go find some 80-year-old dudes yeah. and ask them if they want to subscribe to Actually, they might. Because, they're mm -hmm. you know, if they're sitting at the home, they might like this kind of shit. So tell your grandpas, everybody out there, you know, sign in. They can mm -hmm. laugh at these guys. Like, these guys don't know anything. Right. They, oh. You know. Okay, let's... we got to dial it in a little bit here. We... Yeah, we're coming we, to a close. We on exist. The, uh, we, we exist um, in a in a weird world where we don't have the ability to everybody's mind. So, like when when you encounter a person in the wild, they might not have they might not have done the work. Is, is, I think that's what you're getting at. There is like you you can't you can't expect every person to want to have these conversations. And, and and recognize and recognize patterns and simplicity too is also what yeah. a, a point that I'd like to bring up. Just simply, I was walking the other day and there was a old woman outside, and she goes, she's like, oh, I got some snow. It's for sale. You know, funny little joke. That's something that people say. I got plenty of snow for sale. And I said, because it was a warm February, I was like, yeah, you know the. Uh, I was like, that's good. I think the sun is going to buy up a lot off you today, and you're going to do well. That's clever. And she's like. She's like, oh, yeah, yeah. I was like, it's pretty warm for February. And she's like, oh, we're not out of the woods yet. And I'm having this conversation. And I could now I know where she's at. I know who she is. I know the person. And I walked by, and I was I was in a bad mood. And a tear came in my eye. Oh, CP had a little tear in his eye. Because I lost a little, a little love uh, in the human interaction for that moment. Because I was like, that person wanted to reach out to me, but they were miserable. And I could tell you that automatically. Mm -hmm. I didn't have to say, how are you doing? I just said, the, just the nature of the snow and the way the three sentences we said together, this person wants to argue with me and they're upset. Yeah. Oh, you can always tell. Yeah. Um, that, that actually does kind of bring us to the next segment as well. Um, we're, dun, dun, dun. We're, not, we're not going into the deep dig. We're entering. He's even drinking his coffee. We're we're into the deep dig here. We're into the deep dig. We still have uh, plenty of time. Isn't that for the end or? No, the the end is called the palate cleanser. Oh, okay. The deep the deep dig is where you um remember the last deep dig we had when we talked about your inner Hitler. <laughs> Everybody has one, and you have to fight it constantly because it's intrusive fucking thoughts like what if i did this today and maybe that'd be the right thing to do but there's going to be a million people that say that's not the right thing to do yeah and yeah. you must have like such an imagination you just have random dark thoughts and that's... they upset you you're like i could just go in there and blah, blah, i'm not gonna say it but it's like, yeah. it's like why did i think of that horrible thing like did i am i crazy but it's just an imagination no, you're not crazy nobody's crazy everyone just has an inner an inner dialogue that is inherently curious about like society has these rules and these boxes that it puts on you. And, and like back in, back in caveman days, um, if, if, um, if grog across the river 
isn't like like making side eye at you. You could just throw a rock at him. There's no there's no fucking like laws, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And our brains are still that brain is what I'm saying is that our brains are two hundred thousand years old, and because of technology, they haven't had to adapt in a natural way. So they're essentially still the same brain that cavemen had, but now we got machinery and shit. Hold on, let me restart the timer. Um, so this is gonna be the deep dig of like, why do we even have an ego? Why? Why? What's the actual function of the ego? No, I'm a big hairy dude, but I think I'm a little bit more evolved from the caveman. I'd like to see. They, see the caveman was was still man. Like just picture you without any technology. All right, the the best way I can express this, I love this phrase or this um, it's a kind of an idiom, right? Um, we're now entering the deep dig with this idiom. Um, so the, your genetics and the natural world want you dead at 40. And, and, and anything better than that is because of science and technology. Scary, dude. And like, it's not necessarily that we like need science and technology to survive. It's all about improving our lives. And making them last longer and doing more with our time. Like, and that, that's kind of a fallacy too. I recently learned that the average human back in caveman days only actually worked about 20 hours a week. But we spent, we spent our time doing like a lot of different things. Like what, what was considered working, you know, like we, if you consider like making beads for your tribe, that would be kind of working right but not really because you're not out doing it for survival the actual survival stuff only took about maybe 20 30 hours a week because like when, like when could you actually you didn't have electricity so like when could you actually do the hunting literally only in the daytime so as soon as it got dark you're done when can you actually do the gathering when it's daytime so like you didn't actually work that often and once you gather like enough food for the whole tribe like, are you going to work every day that week when you have enough food and you have to use it up? You have to cook it, prep it, like all that stuff, right? So how we use our time is has essentially changed so much since then as well. Yeah, and it's hard to contextualize that type of lifestyle considering it's so far removed from ours and the responsibility of domestication, which I've talked about before, and having to maintain and keep things um, to keep the lights on, yeah. to keep uh, things stored, they were in such a day-to-day -day lifestyle. Must have been just a flow. You know, they're working by the light of the day, and they're not preserving a lot of stuff. But um, it makes them incredibly vulnerable. But it makes them amazingly free. I see. Yeah. I see homeless people, and it might be interesting to you, and this ideology we can talk about sometime, but I see people, and I'm like, sad and sometimes. Yeah. I don't know what I see. Because like, it seems like, what, a, what an existence that must be. Uh, we live in Maine. We live in Maine, and we get like, I mean, it's warm today for February. It's crazy. It's been almost like 50 degrees. But a week ago, it was like minus with the wind, uh, minus 35. And I'm thinking probably not going to make it it's a really sad reality mm -hmm. for these people and i you know we don't have a lot of homeless people in maine but throughout my life they're it's becoming more and more 
And I'm just like, where are they right now? Hey, Sometimes I think about them. Can you break your reality a little bit? Sure. Uh, there is a shit ton of homeless people in Maine. No, I, I know, but the, the guys I see regularly and, uh, you know, we have name brand homeless guys who... Oh, career homeless, yeah. You were just always at the rotary and the dude I see every day. And well, and there's a, a woman who, who walks with a cart and I found out she's not even like, she's just mentally ill. Right. She's not, she's, she's well off enough to have a place and her brother kind of looks after her, but she just kind of wants to wander and, right. you know, and, and in their state. Oh. And I wonder that speaking of homeless people, I just want to say the point and what we're talking about is sometimes I look at it and it's like, what, could it be a choice though? Like this whole structure of capitalism yeah. is enslaving. Are there people who are just, especially when you're young, that just kind of nomadically travel and backpack in a sense across? It essentially is uh, for, for, yeah, for, for many people, it is about freedom. It's about your choice. It's a choice. But the thing is we need to stop vilifying that choice. I think it's the biggest thing as a society is that, um, there's so many people that want to live that life free of having a home, free of like they want to just live in the woods. It's like if they want to do that, we need to create spaces where they can without while still being a productive member of society, I guess. Like if we want to have a society, but also have these people that don't like the way society's run, then isn't it better to have like a, a way for them to exist, you know, in a healthy, productive way? But then there's the mental health part. Um, I'm getting too far off subject of the ego, of the ego death thing, but like I've actually witnessed uh, ego death in uh, in many of the clients I've worked with. Like one of them, for instance, we we basically had to we had to fight from the very bottom, and many of that much of that made had to force him to realize that he had been taken care of his whole life and didn't learn anything. And when someone's in their 50s and 60s, they want to assume that they know everything they need to know for life to get better for them. And this guy was completely, for lack of a better term, um, he, he, he was not capable of functioning in society at all because he had mother, girlfriend, wife, take care of everything in the house. And he would only be with a person that would take care of everything. He like always set himself up to have that cushion but once he lost it all he really lost it all he didn't know how to spend money he actually was pretty well off before before it happened to him like he actually had a lot going for him but then once he had to keep control of it all himself so the ego death we witnessed was him realizing that his realization that oh shit i don't know anything i don't even know myself i don't even know what i want i don't even and like this was one of the hardest conversations i've ever had working for this organization of witnessing this guy, his whole reality just explode in his mind and him realizing that he, he had a lot of work to do. And like, you know how men tend to avoid crying. They don't want to cry in front of people. Like he was fighting it hard. And that was why it was so hard for me to watch. And, and like, I remember going to my boss and saying, I have to step away. I care too much about this client. I need someone else to talk to this client instead because I'm going to make decisions on this client's behalf from an emotional standpoint and I can't do that anymore. So I, d I don't really have the details of how that ended up and I of course can't talk about names, I can't mention places, 
But the biggest thing that came from this was I, I also realized I had gone through that. I had many tear-filled nights of when I also murdered my own ego. <laughs> um, yeah, that, I, I'm really silent and caught up into it because it, it, it does, like, interest me and hits home a lot because I'm, I'm, I'm trying to sort that out inside of myself, too, the idea of what my own ego and my own perception of myself doing to me and uh and there's a bunch of things at my age it it really does fuck with your head where you're like oh man how did i not know that how did i not see that mm -hmm. that situation and you're just too invested into it and it oh it's yeah. really it's so brutal it, it, it's it's hard because it weighs so heavy and when you find out there's like a major step like that that you have to sort through hiring off oh, dude this is so, only level three. Like you so just for those wondering um i actually had someone on facebook i saw was asking what is ego death and it was someone who i i considered to be very like in these circles like knowing what all this stuff was so i'm gonna explain to viewers that might not know um, ego death is a complete loss of subjective self-identity so like you still know who you are but you don't, you, you realize that everything has been outside of you for the most part. Like, a, it's a loss of subjective self-identity. Like, you thought you were in control, but you, you really were, never were. Um, it's, it's used in many intertwined contexts with relative, me with related meanings. So it's, it's still a bit cloudy. But, again, this is my knowledge of it. Um, and... Eckhart Tolle wrote um, quite a few books, um, but this was actually a list that they wrote of how to free yourself from your ego armor. Number, okay. number one is observe your mind. Number two is distinguish between the voice of ego and the actual situation. So you have, most people have an inner voice. Sometimes it's actually a voice, sometimes it's images. Um, there's a handful of people out there, I want to say a small, smaller percentage than usual, that have nothing. Like, no inner monologue. They have to actually speak in order to have a monologue. Um, let go of limiting stories. So, I'm stupid, I'm too weak, I'm too, like, this, this is too hard, I can't do this, I'll never be able to do that, oh, that's not for me. Limiting stories, right? So bring in your awareness. This is something that is where my ego death started. Like this, I don't think this is actually an order for everyone. Like it could be a different order for everybody. Um, bring in your awareness. So like, look around your life, look around what you're doing, look inside your own mind and be like, what is causing the patterns that I, I don't actually like what I'm doing. I don't like the decisions I'm making. Like many of the video games that I've been playing, for instance, I didn't even really like. I was playing it because my friends were playing it. I was playing it because, oh, everybody's doing it. I was playing it because the world was obsessed with the game at the time. Or it was in the news, right? It's like, oh, it's in the news. I should be doing it too, if it's in the news. And none, uh, I, you start to realize, wait, that's not actually my thing. I don't actually want that. I don't actually care about that. And that's... That was the biggest step for me. 
Uh, number five is lay down your weapons. So we're on the defensive, we're on the offensive, but sometimes you don't even need to fight at all, and sometimes no one's actually fighting you, but you're just afraid that it's happening, and and you gotta you gotta have those weapons, you gotta have everything ready, right? You gotta be on the ready. Oh, no, just put it down. Wow. These That's... these steps, I definitely agree with. But you can see this is what happens, guys. You see what's happening to CP when I, I do. When you get a new piece of information and it starts to settle in, it will just start sacking the energy out of you. So don't think that like, oh, why did I get so tired? Because some of it's avoidance, but like, it does initiate a part of your brain where you're like, oh wow, there's there's something there. Mm -hmm. And the, these um, are, I mean, those are the steps that I took to. Start this journey it's it's now 2023 and it's not it's this i'm still walking the horizon keeps moving whatever whatever this planet i'm on of self-awareness and self-discovery is, is definitely a sphere and there's countless places and regions that i have yet to explore i think you bring up the ego death and things like that because i'm like questioning that inside of myself but uh i, I talked to uh the other day and we went through some stuff and uh one i don't remember the first thing that he said the first thing on the list i can reiterate no i no. the what guy i talked to said talking about the way that i perceive reality oh yeah the information behaviors that i was given and we were talking like you know like i can be a real ball buster and we're talking about that earlier oh yeah how gravitate towards that but there's a reason for it why i'm like the roast master and i can just be like dude fucking care like it's cold um i come from a very very cold world and um it, it affected my perception of reality even still and the, the guy i was talking to goes you might have a condition called dysphoria or there was some other thing too. And dysphoria is a state of unease or generalized dissatisfaction with life. Mm -hmm. And I just get stuck in it. And it doesn't matter what's going on, the way you twist the perception to create the state of dysphoria based on a certain amount of information in your head. And he gave me this and something else. And this is something that I will now take and learn about, talk about in the future. But it's it's crazy to me uh the get so caught up in something and be like i have a i'm telling myself a broken story based on something that started 40 years ago and i'm recontextualizing how it started as an adult it's so confusing and now i'm getting information from people of what i was like as a kid and you can start to see I could see the creative CP never wanting to shut down, but I can see the little ADHD kid being very problematic and difficult to deal with. Squirmy never can sit still. And I found out recently that I used to pour glue on everything at a babysitter's house. Oh my glue God. On the hamster cage. I glued the hamster cage together. I glued the, I glued on the dog. And then my mom, I guess was like, yeah, we don't give him glue, you know? And, and like the stuff that like I was limited to and the stuff that I'm understanding from the conversation, I was like, I just wanted to make stuff uh, always, but I think I always needed attention. So if 
if you weren't being receptive to me being creative, I'd just pour glue on the dog because I know that would at least get your attention. I've been doing that my whole life, and I have to break out that kind of behavior. Like, what am I doing to act out for attention? And what's the performance? You know, me, I like to perform, but it's part of the ADHD thing. That's why a lot of people become comedians, and we like, uh, you and I like comedy so much because it feels so genuine. Because, yeah, it's you, in this state, you do require a certain amount of attention. The reason we're broadcasting our conversation we could have had in private, like, Putting it out there, we like helping, but we also like being here. Like, hey, come yeah. talk to me. I'm here. I exist. I care about you. Care about like, me. Yeah, like we can bust each other's balls, but because we know each other so well, it can. It, it, we can know. We know it's comedy. We don't get offended or, or upset. That's another thing about finding people in the wild, right? Where you you can't have that kind of conversation with them either. Do you think if everyone experienced ego death, could you have genuine, sincere conversations with everyone? If everyone was able to let go of their 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 sense of self, like, oh, what does this mean to me? Why why is this so offending to me? Like, who who like if you don't even have expectations of reality anymore? Why would something ever offend you? But you're not your self-preservation and your uh, interaction with other people will become compromised and your, your fight or flight brain is going to really not have a fun time with that because you're going to be leaving yourself constantly vulnerable by putting yourself out there constantly. Yeah, that's what and you uh, might also engage in something too far. Like there's did you watch the show The Sandman? No, I didn't scene where everybody just comes whatever and it it's like in a diner and everybody just starts effing each other and killing each other and it's like oh my god this is not what we should have asked for because when you start shutting down those barriers of like what's rules and what's not like if today everybody could do whatever they wanted mm-hmm. or their inner in their inner in inner desire oh my god dude going to be 50 good and 50 bad most yeah. people are probably going to stay inside and most of the bad's probably going to come out and it's just going to look like carnage and run it in your house i don't even want to talk about it because it's just too scary that is like, like if I, if if there what are you talking about like if there's no rules can you elaborate a little bit more on that i'm curious because like if if it's it's scary but then at the same time if people were given complete complete control of like their own mind without having any prior uh, input governing what they're doing and who they who they think they are yeah each individual gets to choose who they're worthy of and who who's worthy to live like things like that is scary oh because it's right it's it's, con- it's a conflict because it's like if I, all of a sudden like tomorrow they're like do whatever you want do what's in your heart's desire and it's like what if I'm a person who really doesn't like that another person exists in their town? Oh, well, hey, there we go. I see. Uh, you know, what if, what oh. if the neighbors, what if the neighbor's wife, uh, you know, like we just want to do it in the street. Like, is mm-hmm. that cool with our respective husbands and wives? And then like they have their own 
freedom to do whatever they come out and see that or do i get attacked and killed like done done with this uh dishonor you know like now i can you know what I'm saying like how we're not it's not like we're gonna go out and like ride roller coasters we're gonna do some like give us get into the core we're 98 percent fight or flight animal brain yep. i think we're gonna we're gonna sit with those primal feelings that's right, why we have rules we're not ready it not is ready to so be, to be proper set the table can't just jump up on the table and start fighting and fucking well, what what I was sort of getting at, though, is that some of the laws and rules that we do have to abide, abide by were created because of somebody's ego reaction. They weren't created in a legitimate way. They weren't created with logic and reason. They were created because someone didn't like another person. Some of the laws were created because of the very thing you're talking about. How so? Like, um, so much of the police force... Um, was originally invented to gather up um, slaves back in you know, when they originally when when they were originally freed, and like there were states that weren't on board with that, and like the the yeah, the yeah. original police force. Some of those laws in those our states state. are still our, in states weren't our states weren't cool with that. Yeah, That's well, right. North, buddy, uh, take that fucking north. Officer equals overseer. Oh, Arwen Rose. Hello. Welcome. You probably have um, a lot to say on that subject. What timing? Welcome. Um, Arwen Rose probably knows even more than I do about this very subject that we're talking about, how a lot of laws were created because one group did not like another. And they were purely based on ego. They were purely based on preconceived notions that were built up over time from a family dynamic or from a uh, societal dynamic that uh, only served one group. Um, it, it's really hard to touch on this subject without getting specific, but anyone who's listening who cares about this subject knows exactly what I'm talking about. Sorry, police. We yeah. know you're just there. And they're, to, they're... To keep, keep the poor under control. And... That's it. Yeah. That's but, all it is, man. But, you know, we... do. It's a, it's it's so hard for me to go all one side or all the other side on that. It's honestly too black and white because I work. Okay, through... All they do. That was my extreme. Yeah, thought. I don't exactly. Really that. They. But that was. Yeah. But they do like impact. Like it is I'm... the life of policing. Offers generally or frustrated yeah. minorities and shit, and it's like it sucks. Like, but uh, with. Not too much time left. I don't want to dig deep on this subject. We can get a diff. We can do that another time. Um, societal dynamics could be a whole another podcast, a whole another episode. But um, for now, I want to talk about how the these people who are making these laws could benefit from an ego death. They could benefit from looking at things a little bit more broad, and seeing things less of from a place of personal experience and more of a place of uh, universal experience. Like we this together. Every, is, everything should probably be sort of equal or ec at least equitable across the board. And right now it's just not because so much of this stuff is based on ego. It's based on, I think this, and I'm going to gather a group that agrees with me and that group is going to vote on this and it's going to get passed. And now we have a whole bunch of egos all putting energy into something that, you know, again, I, well, not again, sorry. I haven't, I haven't, 
Black yeah. I also want to explain that like ego often gets put as a bad word. It's not bad to have an ego. Everybody has one. It's not good to be egotistical. <laughs> That's the major thing that, that why it gets a bad rap. The word ego tends to be a negative word when it's, it's actually people who are egotistical, not great. Um, having an ego, perfectly fine. Uh, I just wanted to make that clear. <laughs> yeah, I, it's good you do because I like, I get confused. Yeah, like, I'm like I, I'm not gonna like. Uh, here's my ego. I'm smart. <laughs> yeah. I can say that about myself. Like, yeah, I'm, like, I'm a genius, but I'm smart. I know a lot of shit. Mm -hmm. And um, and now I just fucking went dumb. You, you just now went dumb. See, like, but you recognize that. You See, there, there are people that will hit that moment, you uh, that wall you just encountered, that mental wall that that I'm sure everyone encounters it. But people who are um, too trapped in their ego will continue saying things without having the thought completed. Like you lost your thought, and then they'll just keep they'll just keep going, and yeah. and it's like, wait, what is he saying? <laughs> you've 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 probably encountered this. Like, wait a uh, minute. Yeah, and you just were talking about um, information. I get confused is the problem with the way my brain works. That's why I have to know a lot of things to, to minimize the amount of confusion. So when you're saying things like ego and egotistical, I'm like, well, oh, okay, there is a difference. Thinking ego is bad. And you know you're differentiating. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's hard for me to differentiate the differences between things that are so close. Mm -hmm. Semantics of a word ego and egotistical. Like how does something so slight have such giant impact and meaning? And uh, yeah, I get hung up on that, <laughs> and then mm -hmm. I don't actually know the difference. So I actually had a an ego trip. Based on that exact thing, uh, I used to want so badly to be right about things and know everything that I would actually I would actually come up with story. This was another part of my ego death in 2016 of I wanted to be right about everything. I wanted to know everything. And and, and when I didn't know anything, it caused me great anxiety and I would just come up with shit. And when you say it, I learned that when you say it with confidence, people would believe you and even yeah. like even doing coffee and contemplation, there's been many episodes where I've had to fight that urge. Like it's still there underneath. Like there's a constant improving process of like, wait, I don't know what I'm talking about. I should at least say, Hey, I, I don't really know a lot about this. You know, like that's the, the biggest thing is like just realizing I don't, I hold on. I don't actually know what I'm saying. I'm sorry, but I want to talk about it. So I'm going to keep talking about it. want to make sure everyone knows. I, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Guys. I'm going to grab a coffee. So you're going to see this this Wednesday oh, Adams well. that's coming here. Oh, that's that's adorable. I love oh, the outfit, on. Emily. He's so funeraled so, out. Those of you um, tuning in, just the audio version of this, or if you're just lurking and listening, um, CP's, CP's lovely partner, Emily, is got a lovely outfit put together oh, for... The death of ego today. Yes, hello. You're this is the the, the spirit of ego death. <laughs> I want to bring her in for a second. 
Okay. You just mentioned something that's very true. I'm going to get a coffee and take a quick, quick little break. She had a problem with always wanting to be right, fact checking, <laughs> fighting that thing you were just talking about. Talk more about that. Abso can add something to that. Did you also have this realization, Emily, that like sometimes you would come up with stuff to fill the gaps when you didn't it's know something? Something my whole family does that I had to be like, I don't like that. Mm -hmm. And take a step back and I still struggle with it sometimes but like it's to the point where certain things like if someone asks me a question and they're like um hey uh what does this movie mean what like what is this and it's something where I would have to offer a factual answer I get so tongue-tied because I don't want to be reprimanded for being wrong. Oh, wow. That's a whole other side to it. Yeah. So I have this whole thing where I'm like, I don't like being quizzed. So if CP's even like asking me a question and it's like, I will get so much anxiety about trying to answer it and being right that like, I can't even answer it. Oh my God. You can imagine how problematic that is being married to someone like me. Who Ooh, asked every hugging. question ever, and then she's just getting bricked up. <laughs> oh my goodness! I also I I've experienced that, but the person reprimanding me for being wrong was always me. Yeah, that was the yeah. thing. No, no one actually ever said what the hell you're wrong. You're stupid. But my brain would naturally just go, "Oh, you're so dumb. Why do they even want to hang out with you?" And that was that was another part of my ego death of realizing, oh, they don't actually really care. They just want they want to talk yeah. about themselves. Everyone just wants to talk about themselves. Yeah, that's like that's a lot of the reason why I'll tend to be quiet if a lot of people are talking because I'm like, I don't know anything that they're talking about, so I'm just not going to contribute. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was that was a massive realization for me to for. Like that, you brought up a whole nother side to it of the family dynamic, too. Of, oh, yeah. they, like my mom, my mom was a librarian, so she, she had that same thing, yeah, encyclopedia, where she, she knew so much that I wanted to match her. And especially as a teen, you rebel and you go, no, I know, I know more than my mom. And I never knew more than my mom because she's reading constantly, you know? <laughs> And that created this dynamic in my personality of always wanting to know more and always wanting to be able to contribute to conversations and have some sort of anecdote or something, anything sometimes. So I would come up with, I don't know how many fake stories about my life I've told people. Like, I, they've never come back to haunt me, these stories I've told people. But I know for a fact in my past I've come up with stories that weren't real just to make myself more interesting or or to have something to contribute to a conversation, especially if it was a conversation I knew I would never talk to that person ever again. It was so easy to just be like, here's some fake shit. Because it's a person that I was never going to talk to again. And then lo and behold, I would talk to that person again someday, and they'd be like, how's that game you're working on going? I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, uh... Turns out it's a comic book. I would like to cover it with something because it's like re-meeting these people post-ego death turned into like a really difficult situation of like, oh, I wish I was just genuine from the start. 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely it's tough. I mean that like I said, that's something I still work on. I will like no, you're wrong. And then like I have to look it up sometimes. I'll be like, oh no, I was wrong. Mm-hmm. Well Erwin Rose so says yeah. So Erwin Rose says, I try to go into conversations sharing that I don't know everything, but that I know what I've experienced. That's a great solution to um, avoid that in the future. I'm one. I'm still curious of what what I can do to make it easier on like re meeting these people. It's like some of these people I've actually been able to be completely honest with and be like, oh, I was an asshole back then. That wasn't real. You know, just be completely upfront. Um, yeah, imposter syndrome as well, Aaron Rose. That's something that as an artist, I experience constantly, but then I also do experience it as a functioning member of society of like, I'm talking to a dude that knows a lot about trucks and he wants to talk about trucks. I will pretend to know what I know about trucks. Oh, goodbye, Emily. Thank you so much for weighing in. Yeah, even got you a special guest. Special guest, absolutely. So that actually does end our segment, though. Right. I don't know actually when the segment ended, but it says zero now. So, <laughs> um, See, that clock helps. Yeah, it does. So I'm going to refresh the timer. I wish there's a quick refresh option, but not right now. Um, so this is this is the part of the segment where we're going to be we're going to be calling it the palate cleanser. Or, good though, the palate cleanser. It doesn't have a dig dug kind of touch. Right, but... it doesn't have a dig dug. It, uh, well, well, what is what is the what is the the oh, section of dig dug where we can call it a tunnel flush? Tunnel flush. Um, we call it the can, the canary. <laughs> oh, the canary. Oh. It, anyone knows that? Like uh, in mining history. They used to take canaries down into the mines with them. Why would they do that? Because if they got down into gas level, the canaries would die because they're little and they'd be like, okay, we got to get yeah, out of here, yeah, buddy. The, the canaries dying because their lungs move much faster than ours. Yeah, canaries are dead. Um, uh, no, I go. can't think of anything that would be Dig Dug themed other than the, we call it the cave-in because we're coming down. Thanks for reminding me of the canary, though. That's a good thing to yeah. metaphor for the Doug story. Yeah. So we, um, I think we could call it the cave in. What do you think? Uh, the cave in. Yeah. Uh, we had the deep dig, but now we got to come out, come out of it. We got to bury it. <laughs> deep dig. The, uh, I the like, resurface. I like the, the resurface. Dig. Resurface. Like the uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's actually great. We call it the resurfacing. Resurface. Or like, like break time. You know, like we, we go up. We resurface and have a our break. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. wait, holy shit! We do tend to end around lunchtime. Why don't we call yeah. it the lunch bell? <laughs> yeah, the the. Uh, Was it a whistle though for mines? I can't remember. Well, we'll we'll. Or triangle. The triangle. The triangle. We'll we'll shop that. I just we're running out of time. We got to get into the actual. Um, yeah, subject we'll of it. That. Anyone has any uh, 
you know, suggestions. Throw them in the chat, Discord. Yep. So this is this is the this is the time when we we come out of the deep dig, which is usually something very heavy, very emotional, difficult to get through. To it usually expands your brain and consciousness. You know, butts. But we got to We got to solidify our. Uh, we we did butts last time. <laughs> I added. I added more butts. I added so many more butts. We did add more butts. Um, I mean, I gave you a lot of butts this week. A lot of butts this week. Bonus butts. Well, well, we could start. We could start with. We could start with that and just go through the ones that you've added. Um, I'm gonna go to the share screen here. You guys ready for some butts? They're fucking that's, epic. That's are a great palate cleanser. So, um, Arwen Rose, you could participate. There's still some days left in the month. Um, this is twenty. Wait, what is it? Four weeks of cheeks. Yeah, we're on day uh, 17, which is sports. I'm two behind, so I have art and sports. Yeah, so these uh, these are butts. Drawings of butts. Every day of the week, here's the four weeks of cheeks. Every day of February, um, CP's I'm put getting, a challenge I'm together. I'm giving you a lot of, like, doubles. Um, now I'm getting really into the butt. The butt butterverse. <laughs> expanded the butterverse. expanded crack universe. Yeah, so this is... The into Uranus. Four weeks of cheeks. Um, number one was butt. We have tail, natural, bubble, booty, junk. And 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 uh, just to say, I I created this. This is uh, this is my brainchild. Uh, this is first year, and yeah. there's people participating uh, on Instagram with the hashtag. Mainly me on that end, but I do have uh, other people that have been sharing butts with me via text. I have people via discord, okay. so I might be able to grab some sampling uh, from some other things and put them on here too. So you can so, see some other stuff. Go, really scat. go into the discord, go to the gauntlet channel. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. And you can check out all the butts here. We're going to go through them quick and then actually part of the palate cleanser. I'm going to do the, the sports one here on live stream. Okay. So I just I just decided to do that now. So we're gonna go through these pretty quickly. And I, I mean I might try to rock one out too. Yeah, this is a, a butt as many, many butts. There are many butts. There's tiny butts inside this giant butt. That's great. <laughs> um the butt as tail. Um it looks like a butt with a tail. That is yeah, that the entire track. I like that. That's cool. Like that that I, I could see in, in an actual art exhibit and really pompous people with lots of money would just stare at it for a long time and be like, I'm looking for the deeper meaning. And then you could just, you you, you would just swagger up and be like, that's an ass with a tail wrapped around it. And they'd be like, oh yes, yes, I see. Yep. Or is there deeper yep. meaning, CV, where you're about to interject? Sorry, I didn't mean to like speak for you. No, they're, they're there could be. I will say that there's. You'll notice a stylistic kind of uh, uh, journey throughout this stuff too. And I've gone yes. to some places that I really uh, am happy to be again. Yeah. Now we get the Copics. I, I I get tired of a. Sorry, sneeze. Now I'm a little bit of a runny nose here. I get tired of uh, these these challenges when you see them on someone's page. They oh, all geez. look harmonious. So I wanted to make sure I was getting different like colors. Yeah. Some. And, you know, some people do up. like to do sort of a theme, like from an artist standpoint, like you, you sometimes you'll go into this challenge, and you'll be like, oh, I'm going to do a theme. I know for one Inktober one year I did. Um, 
I did a beast, a bestiary, like a beast, uh, like a, a sort of like a journal of beasts on one particular planet. So every day for each prompt, I would come up with an a, a monster that would live on this particular planet, and I did that as a companion to my space Viking comic that I'm working on. Oh, that's cool. So like that's where um, the challenges can be handy to do a theme. Are you talking about the ones that are like, say, they do all geometric? Or they do, like, all, all like, tiny little itty-bitty paintings, and they're all the same style. I can see, I can see how that would get a little tiresome. Did I lose you? Yeah. Oh. No, uh, so I was looking up an image for the, the drawing today. Uh, so, oh, there I am. And so the bubbles here, this is where you start to get the, the, the two butt thing going on. Two for the right. price of one. You got a, you got the object that's a butt, and you got uh, the bubbles that are a butt, right? Yeah. And from here on, it pretty much gets to two to three butts a lot. So I won't tell you where all the butts are, but the butts start, start representing an <laughs> object, start representing an actual ass, Start oh sometimes yep. representing the air itself. See that one had two butts, the sand. Yeah. And, and then there's there's your gloom butt. So some of them our, they could be balls. Yeah, and there's our favorite. Yeah. You think I'm ugly? I don't care, bitch. I want money. Yeah, that's still my favorite. Nikki and Bobby, and there's peaches. Yeah, that was. I love the metaphor. That's when you're starting to get into it a little bit. I actually yeah. went to Wally World and made a still life and photoed it, and then like see how they're kind of like tattoos. That's cool. Yeah. Like the words. Hello, Nika Fernandez. Nika, we're we're in the palate cleanser segment. Well, we're we're, coming we're, in for the butt challenge, we're gonna, we're gonna so. call it something else. We're getting silly here. We got the gauntlet in my Discord, Nika. We're drawing butts. We're drawing. We're drawing. Yeah, we're drawing booty. And and. Yeah, I can't. I can't really mince words there. That's pretty. You get it. How you doing, Nika? Welcome in. Um, we're we're in the silly portion of coffee and contemplation. It's still contemplative, but we're getting silly. Yeah, it's just more relaxed because we like to. You know, we talk about heavy shit and we mm. like to take it down because okay, we're being silly up in here, being a bunch of silly billies. <laughs> so, um, Brenda, this one's like the most assy one of them all. They, they they start to really jump off now. This is when I really started to get into it because I brought out that rendering. Old, I'm gonna trace it with my cursor here. Mixed it with ink. We've got a little bit of paint, so we got three mediums. Yeah, that, and that very much. If you were to flip that, you could you would see it a little bit differently. But the it's uh, called backside. So I was thinking of upside that down, a like Stranger Things thing, like two different realities flipped upside down the creepy mm -hmm. spooky swamp and then the uh, uh sinewy gross version of it floating platforms like yeah it's it was fun i really got into uh the landscape and you'll see landscape really yeah hard. and i mean the queen of dragons posted this one as part of the challenge i have a couple i could throw in here actually just as just my contribution to the idea of drawing more butts yeah um, man. <laughs> I didn't see the comment. Oh, I did see it, but I, I'm more reacting to it now than I did then. I think. Oh my god. 
because it was that, that was that was that was a cake that you yeah, turned into a, a butt. Our our friends <laughs> Stephanie came over and we had a uh, a birthday party, a unicorn birthday party with onesies in the last unicorn. Oh, that's amazing! Oh my goodness! And we did this whole thing and we had lots of candies and cakes and uh, holographic uh, tablecloths and that cake. Uh, was a fruity pebbles cake mix, and uh, actual. I, I, I'd make my friend a fruity patootie, <laughs> and it was kind of rich. <laughs> still have half an ass. That's amazing. That I've, been, I've been picking at in the middle of the night, and I suggest eating it fresh because the fruity pebbles do go stale, and it's not too good. But yeah, pick up your fruity pebbles cake mix sponsored by Duncan Hines. And uh, make, make, it, make an ass out of it. There were really beautiful cakes that I made, and I really made an abomination of it. Now we're into the new ones. So yeah, so here we're getting we're getting some real high level uh, couture. Fanny, Fanny, Fanny. That's a uh, uh, what's that cage called? Bustiere. Yeah, the butt cage. And then I was thinking of like fan cages. Absol and I worked kind of on that idea, and then I started making these like fan elements. Fun. I like how the booty a fanny is just a fancy ass. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 couture. That's a for a second there. I thought you made her face look just like Fanny. Who's Fanny? Um, Fran and Annie, I think. Oh, from the old sitcom. Fran Drescher. I thought that looked a little bit like her, but I wasn't sure if that's where you're going with that. But now we have structure. A hoop skirt. Structure. This is a, yeah. a this is a house that's also a butt, and there's a butt inside the window I didn't see until now. There's also a penis. Where's the penis? Right there. there I'm going oh, around yeah. it. That's a that's a vase or something on a shelf, but it it appears. I thought for sure you Tim meant give... for that to be a penis. Tim giving the middle finger. Oh, I see it now. Okay, I see it now. Okay, yeah. He's pressing his face to the window, giving the finger. The other Grand one's dressing. Thank and you. And then they're high-fiving the two. Those are the three little pigs. There's and a. There's a. There's a oh my god! You went. You went totally Renaissance painting with this. There's a butt ship in the distance. It looks like, or is that just another butt house? Those are three butt houses. There's three butt houses. Oh, I see the third butt house here. now. Way off in the distance. What is this? Is this a is this a demon with a butt in the corner here? That is that is the big bad wolf. As a oh, he's blowing the house down. Oh my god, it's the three had, little butt pigs. <laughs> the three little butt pigs. Oh my god. It took me so long to see this. So, I know talking there's a lot going on in that <laughs> so much. There's a butt even on the plant in the pot. <laughs> Holy shit. The air has butts. The this is, wind has This is ass. gonna be an audio podcast and this is gonna just be like us looking at these butt pictures. So if you you, go to you, got, you gotta yeah, I'll I'll put a link to the Discord in the audio version as well. Uh I'm not gonna I'm not gonna gatekeep the Discord from uh in a Patreon, but we are gonna probably have a Patreon segment coming up um before too too long. Yeah, maybe some more after dark kind of content that we won't put on Twitch. You're all missing the wind. 
from the butt. Okay, I got you. Yeah. <laughs> he's, blowing, he's blowing right in yeah. the butt crack, too. So right. the wind's coming back awkwardly, you know. But also, you know what those houses are made out of? Why it won't blow down? Why? Because she's a brick. Oh. Huh. No doubt about it. That's we'll good. We'll make that blow it down. She's a brick. Funny, huh? That is, the, that is funny. The nuance, the minutia. All right, here's we can this look at one. That one forever. I love it. Yeah. Next, we've got buns. Anyone know what this is? I actually, this one was kind of lost on me. This is Bram Stoker's Dracula, 1990-something. Francis Ford Coppola's version of Bram Stoker's book made into oh. a cinematic film starring Gary Oldman as Dracula. Butthead. One of the coolest things ever. And this is him in his old form meeting with Jonathan Harker to buy Carfax Abbey so that he can get himself out of, like, Romania and start fucking around in London. And yeah, then that's mm-hmm. where the shit all pops off. Well, he had this Buns haircut, and I loved it. And it was perfect when I thought of Buns. And then I was like, well, he has this creeping shadow that that moves oh. kind of independently of him a lot, and it's interesting. And I was like, what if that shadow kind of made a joke and formed a, a, a twerking, twerking buns, you know? Make fun of, down. oh, to make fun of his uh, his haircut? <laughs> yeah, so his shadow is an up de- upside down twerk position. Mm-hmm. It's very obscured, but and the uh, he's standing in a projection, this was fun, of Carfax Abbey. That's why he's so exposed. And uh, oh, yeah, I see. you got yep. a couple butts in that one. Amazing. Very fun that's a pen and uh graphite continued now this was a mistake i kept reading tears as cheeks i wrote uh, the damn list yeah but even with my adhd <laughs> i can't even go by my own list that i wrote it clearly says cheeks but i thought it said cheers so i went back to the show cheers and that's your boy norm oh, peterson and illustrative weird style that i like to mess with and there's a couple boomer butts for you if you want some mm-hmm. if you're into some male boomer butt i know there's been a lot of uh pretty ladies and things uh but here you go everyone and 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 not only do you get their two butts you get a butt in the uh in the in the clinking of the two cheers oh my goodness and oh and the foam, and the, foam. Together, the foam flips up and makes another butt Crazy how many things in life create the shape of a butt. Anywhere. <laughs> the butts the, the, are part of a you, natural flow of life, I'm finding. Ever since you've started this challenge, have you had trouble with going out and about and um you just see butts everywhere. you just see butts everywhere now? <laughs> I see butt people. This yeah, one like, this one's this one is cheeks as a butt. So this one was me redeeming cheeks, be like, all right, so I'm going to do cheeks anyway. I'm not going to phone it in. But look at this character. Very abstract, illustrative. Yeah, this is uh, like something I might. Wow. I don't know what's happening. Those sideburns. So you, you get the highlighted cheeks, but you get the you get the butt chin, the butt lips, the butt. Even the nose gets a bit mm-hmm. funny. The butt hair. He's just butting out everywhere. And mm-hmm. Ass, man. So Ten. buddy. Yeah. And then we have this. But 14. And so that was what we showed earlier at the stream. That's me flipping a commission that I had done for Abso for Valentine's based on a one of the last pieces we had before COVID. 
and uh, it's the spicy Valentine's Day pizza, and you flip it upside down, it's a heart. Upside down, though, it's a butt. And nobody said you couldn't commission your stuff, too. It's like, you guys have... You guys have uh, six, 17 days to catch up with. Just yeah. find yourself some makers and, and, you know, pay, pay them. Anyone, anyone watching the stream, if you hop into the Discord, um, feel free to participate. Um, it's, it's literally just drawing butts. Even if you don't get the prompt right, just fill the gauntlet with butts. Yeah. Fill it. And so, so there's no medium rules. A lot of people brim. think these are like draw, draw challenges. I'm doing a lot of drawing, but you can see uh, I've used different mediums. I've used, I've made kind of sculptural things. Uh, some things are commissions and just real photos. So there you go. You could, you're free to really uh, do oh, whatever you want. Don't worry about catching up, Arwen. Just um, get, get, do sport. Well, you can do sports right alongside us if you want. We're about to, yeah, we're doing sport we're about right to do now. it right We're going to do sport right now. I'm, I'm, now. I've started it. We're, we're running low on time. We got to wrap up here early. Spicy might keep going with art. We'll see. That's up to him. I unfortunately have a uh, funeral to hit out, and and you know I'm a little disappointed because with with my brain, I you remember I thought we were getting together this weekend. Yeah. You realized we all did. Yeah, we were like, wait, what? What's happening? Which is, which is fine because I'm actually happy to have the time to decompress after the the week I've had. But I was also excited about seeing my family with, uh, you know, with the stress of my other family. But I'm glad to have a week off, <laughs> work on the house, and then oh, I'm going to see this guy live. We're going to have pictures in the Discord. Um, maybe this will start the Patreon. You and I will do, like, some, like, really good hugging stuff. Like, yeah, sent soft. And, uh, you know, maybe you guys want to see of us just showing love showing all the love well i don't know but all the love that so much love endless limitless love are you doing sport right now you get you getting started doing it we're i'm loading it up yeah i'm doing it right now i'm drawing i'm drawing the sport it's funny what people are going to come up with yeah, I can't, I can't imagine. I'm not a sports guy. Neither. So, so like, what sport am I gonna do for a guy who doesn't like sports? And not that I don't like sports. I'm glad I never got into it because having uh, ADHD is hard to keep up with everything, and that's just another thing to fixate and obsess over. That. Mm -hmm. God, I mean, it would connect me to people more, but. And I don't mind watching a game just as being casual. Right. I mean, I, the biggest issue I usually have with sports is that they're so commercialized now that like, for instance, watching the Super Bowl was really hard for me. I was just like, this is the epitome of wasting a life. If you spent like only your entire life caring only about sports it's like, it's literally just all commercials. It's all commercial. It's all money. It's just people trading money. Very elaborate money laundering. There's so much that I could say that doesn't actually pertain to um... Sports ball. Yeah. And I, I get, yeah. like, I get it because it's fantasy. Like, I remember making a couple jokes while watching the Super Bowl. Like, wow, those guys are really into cosplaying as their favorite characters. <laughs> You know, like there was a lot of like overlap with stuff that I enjoy, 
But I don't even cosplay anymore. Yeah, he likes other stuff. Like it's all about having a, a healthy, healthy, uh, wide range of things. Like anyone who obsesses about anything too much can become very dangerous. For their How life. much does uh, uh, the guy like sports? Is it problematic? Well, she just said um, he he likes other things. He likes other stuff. Oh, well, that's good. So you have to like watch all the games or like. Do you ever see that movie? Uh, Oh, what was it? Fever Pitch. It, you should see that if you haven't seen that Space Viking. Um, I should? Just because, yeah, because it's it's a New England thing. It's, oh. uh, it's about when the Red Sox won after losing. Remember there was like, they, they lost, they had what was called the curse for 50 years, and then the curse of the Great Bambino, and they didn't win, and then they won this one year years back mm -hmm. and jimmy fallon yeah he made a movie i think it was him it was where he jimmy fallon. Dating, yeah he starts dating a girl and it's like a perfect relationship because they start dating in the off sports season he's like hey i gotta tell you sports season's coming up and i'm like a little bit into sports a little and bit he's, he's a fanatic it's been his whole life yeah and yeah, it's just about that dynamic, but it's centered also around the year they won, so it's metaphysical. Oh, I it's see. It's a it's an interesting like rom com with humor, and if you don't really like sports, it's it's worth watching. And if you're from New England, like we are, culturally, you know, important enough because they think I don't know about down in New Hampshire, but in Maine, like if the Patriots are winning or losing, it has a big impact on people out there in the world working. If you're working alongside people and they're right. Oh my really god. Did y'all watch the game last night? The foosball game? I I did I watched that game. I tell you what, they sports real hard. Well, and that's the thing, you know, we kind of joke about it, but we're also keeping a keeping ourselves away from uh, a connectedness that would be easy, like talking about the weather. Right, that's a, it is a bit, but it's it's in the same vein to me. Well, for for me, sorry, for me, it feels like it's in the same vein as talking about the weather. Like I, I'm just as bored by talking about sports as I am by talking about the weather. Like, but if you knew it all, like Dungeon and Dragons, you, you yeah. might not. That's well, the tell you know all the characters, like, right. I like they're like yeah, oh it's the yeah, it's the same thing. Like they just know they know it all. They know all the characters, it's what they can relate to. Um but I do I do still want to devolve those conversations. I still want to sorry, evolve. I want to evolve those conversations. So they're telling me about the sports. And they're telling me about, "Oh, I went to my family's house to watch the Super Bowl." I will sometimes push those conversations into, "Oh, do you do that every year? Is that like super important for your family to get together and like does it feel good?" Yeah, you know, I want to like want to get more out of that conversation still than yeah, just that's probably a conversation that that person might not have there's there's a couple people that have been like oh yeah well you know blah 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 they 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 engage but they also yeah you're sometimes they don't want to like actually get get deeper into that they just want to talk about sports guy number 33 that threw that offside pass and <laughs> How judgy he is right now. 
how mean you're being to those sports ball fans. <laughs> sports ball. You're the one who just said sports ball. I mean. <laughs> I'm kidding. It's it's not like a who could be meaner about uh, the nonsensicalness of sports. Me, but I say me. It's it's um, it's more just like it's interesting. It's different strokes for different folks, you know. Oh, she's popped up in. I live in Mass. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so you're there. Um, my boyfriend and mom had a football on Dan Christie. Yeah, that, that seems like that. My my mother-in-law uh, watches those kind of things. Uh, thankfully, my phone and kitties. Oh, you're all set. Yeah, like if there's kitties around, that's all I. That's yeah. all I need. I, oh my god, guys! I got to show you a picture. You can do a drop right. So we were watching the Super Bowl, and there was like, there was a cat. I gotta bring it up on my messenger, I think. I don't think that I uh posted it anywhere. But there was a cat that was just loving it was loving us. It was like this cat was like, this is awesome. Everybody's in the same room for once. <laughs> like I'm gonna I'm gonna cuddle up on everybody now, and the cat didn't care about the game, you know? Yeah. Hey man, how do you how do you draw? Do you do general to specific? I want to talk about drawing for a quick second. Yeah. How do I like, draw? Yeah, I used to do like uh I used to draw in such a way that was this more is specific to general and I used to screw myself over. Now I do like this really This is the cat. This is and it's been helpful. This is the cat. Oh what so who is this who is this baby? Cat. Oh, hold on. It just went away. Why Baby. were there? Why were there two though? That's the thing. Why were there two? Here's the cat. This is this is this cat's name. I kid you not. Is spicy. Oh. <laughs> cat's name is spicy, and spicy found a box. And I was more interested in this cat than the game. So I'm right there with you. Heroin. It also wasn't that exciting of a game. Like the Super Bowl wasn't a super exciting game. Oh no, that's not true. I didn't watch it, uh, but when you look at the score, you can tell it was riveting. And, well, there, well, uh, there were a couple of moments where it was like neck and neck, where it was like, are they gonna, yeah. are they gonna score? But then, yeah, the Eagles kept like making plays that made it seem like they didn't really want it. It's like you're gonna, oh, you're gonna run now, like when you're that far from the end zone and. Oh, you're you're gonna throw it, but it's gonna be limp. <laughs> like it's gonna be a limp throw. It's like, okay, I guess you didn't really want to win then, <laughs> or or someone's paying you money to not win. <laughs> it's like distrustful, distrustful. How distrustful are you? Incredibly. I'm so distrustful of when there's that much money involved. Oh yeah, yeah, me too. Money, yeah. money helps aid in the distrust. I'm realizing exactly. I'm very distrustful. Like if if they got paid like a a normal wage, I I would be more like, oh man, they just had a bad day. But now I'm like, oh, that was a limp throw. I guess he, I guess he was betting against himself. <laughs> it's it's millions of dollars we're talking about, you know. Yeah. 
and that's Got one million dollars. We're gonna give this this football player a, a bigger bubble butt here. He's he's oh. in, he's in it for the cake. He's not in it. He, he's in it. He's not he's not in it for the uh, for the money. He's in it for the cake. This guy. He's gonna oh. be. He's gonna even be saying some words. He's gonna keep your eyes on the ball, man. If you were smart to play football or or even baseball. Those guys have some dumpers on them, man. <laughs> Pitcher's got a big butt. Anyone remember that? <laughs> I tend to watch it, sports it, movies for some it, reason. It, as it gives the, the 90s. it gives the pitcher a better throw if he's got a bigger butt, though. You got more momentum to put into that swing. Oh, you heard it here first, Coach. It's science. Voice. Okay. All right, I want all you all you guys to get in the locker room and go to the go to the actually go to the gym. Don't go to the locker room. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> go to I want y'all to get to go to the gym and get on the squat bar and I need you to do 200 squats cuz you can't you can't pitch unless you got a big booty. <laughs> Dude, you know, pitch pitch slow. How many hidden butts? I just found hidden butts the team, in the fucking. The this team. has a timer on the screen and it has asses. It has four. It has two asses in the timer. There's no timer on this screen. No, in in my thing, it has a timer. Oh, on the on the drawing, I'm referencing something. These are the uh, the Pennsylvania booties. This is the the team. Oh, you're gonna yeah, you're gonna use some text in it. Well, no, I'm just having a. There's a symbol on his helmet that's just a booty. <laughs> oh, yeah, you gotta, you gotta really amp up that logo. What would the Pennsylvania? I mean, they, you're just talking about football has a lot of money. Yeah, gotta have, have that. Uh, have that be like that real high grade logo. Stylized, they, like they really. Asked for, right? Incredibly stylized. Legs. Big old booty. <laughs> He's concentrating over there. I am talking lower. Some intense concentration here. I'm making fucking geometry over here. Jeez, what do you want from me? Head lasso. I haven't seen that show. What's that about? It's about sports. I I understand, but like, how does he does he talk about them in a different way, or is he like engaging and entertaining? Does he does he actually give a shit about the human condition and the human side of sports and how he gets right into it? He's like he's like he's right there already. Like What's I just the emotional impact. Like why why are like I I want to know the why. I think that's the biggest reason why I want to spark those conversations with people. What's is the that why, dude? The, the why is almost more important than the how and the when you know and the where. Statue is bro. I don't know anything about anything. That's why I'm doing this show. <laughs> What a Korai statue is. A Korai statue is a statue that was put in Greek gardens to represent their athletes, their people of strength and prowess. That and, was their uh, ESPN. It was a Kor the Korai statue. And then let's not get into think, forget about what a Colosseum is. And, uh, you know, these, these are really early ways to entertain and mm -hmm. to keep the mass population, uh, Distracted and connected, separate from a larger entity. Yeah. So that structure is 
historically it's eternal, it seems like. And whether you're a Korai statue in a garden or you're on a Wheaties box, you're you're still that same same archetype. Sports athletes icons are so big they're known by people that don't even watch sports such as you and i well, like i wouldn't know anything about tom brady if it weren't for him having gone to the super bowl so many times though now he has a movie 80 for 80s for brady's it's old I'm sally field and so confused by that movie's existence <laughs> The demographic that they're they're trying to like the 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 ten people <laughs> that probably exist that no man it's like a last ditch effort to, to or get maybe back in film and maybe I don't know anything about marketing and market demographics and there's probably way more people than I know about that like want that like people who are old and also into football. People who yeah. are into old ladies and also into football. What? Yeah. You don't, you don't think I'm going to take it to that direction? Like, maybe, like, they, they're, okay, well, like, rudeness or, like, oh. smuttiness aside, there is something for everyone and everyone likes something. Yep. And it's not always the same. So maybe there is a market for that, and I didn't even know. Here's a, here's a good example of that. I didn't read comics a lot as a kid. I, I got into some comics more when I was a little older for drawing purposes, and that would have been Image Comics, Spawn, things like that, but not a reader so much of Marvel and maybe a little Batman with DC, but not a Superman guy. Anyway, seeing that there's movies out for years, and uh, you know, I got on board to an extent, and now I'm losing my drive. I'm losing my drive with my things I like, like Star Wars and stuff. I'm just getting too... Too much. Too, too, too much. burnt out. On too much. Too many options. I don't need all that, and it's it's problematic for having ADHD. So, uh, I'm taking a break. I haven't even seen like you know Andor and a lot of this stuff, and I don't necessarily. And I wish care. they. I wish they started with Andor. I wish they had gone from Mandalorian to Andor, because like. The other ones seem like they're fan service. It's like, oh, we know what happened to Obi-Wan. I don't really need that story. And I heard Andor's really good, which is why I wish I wasn't burnt out on the stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um a lot a lot of the a lot of the nerdy things are actually um doing that to me recently as well. Where it's like I I I've I've explored these worlds. I want new worlds. Yeah. So you and I are gonna create our own. We're gonna, gonna we're gonna we're gonna create our own. So if you feel the same same, you know, we'll we'll get we got you covered. Yeah. Get something for you. If you're not creating your own world, we'll we'll there's two being created right here. Two two butts. Yeah, two butts. Maybe have uh, a tuba. I liked Boba Fett, but everything was too clean. Um a lot of these shows, these new shows are are they're not good at weatherizing their sets or aging the armor or clothing. Like everything looks one, like they just bought it from a store. One big example for me is recently I watched Willow. Yeah. And Willow was one of my favorite fantasy movies growing up. And the there's a lot 
that I could say that was decent, but there's a lot that was, for that reason, sucked because it was it it, it retained some of the darkness, but the aesthetic of how good things look and shooting on digital versus film, the duration of the shots, uh, everything had to be recontextualized for a new audience. But then the themes really take you out of it too, because there's a lot of secondary relationships. It seems like a, a teen romance a lot. It just, and it takes me out of it. Uh, and it's hard. It's hard to get into. Hard to care. And I got to go at the end of the day, Willow was fucking a million years ago. That was a different time, brother. And you know what it felt like? It felt like CP didn't have kids, and CP should be watching this stupid movie with his, like, 18-year-old or 17-year-old kid in a different world. Like, that's what it felt like. So it didn't quite work out. Yeah, there's my contribution. Come on, man. What do you mean, come on? Is that it? Oh, yeah, because we're wrapping up. What do you mean, mean, is that it? That's... It's a sports butt. He's got. He's also got his number is even butts, and then the team is a butt team. <laughs> what, do you want me you to know, give him a butt elbow too? <laughs> your eyes on the balls. Oh my now god! Now he's got. A, now he's got a butt. Yeah, double zero. <laughs> you couldn't. Oh yeah, because the that's a butt, right? Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> you did it. Man. I did. Your... And now he's got a butt yeah. elbow too. He's got. Football. He's got Football. the. But, Let him out a little bit. Butt that football out a I, bit. I did. Look at the curves. I did. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> and Look, I I could add some more rendering. You're right. I could I could render it some more. That's true. We could get some some comic at least comic book rendering in here. Make it a bit more interesting. Um. So we do have to wrap. I'm not though. Have time to finish. I'm going to give everybody a. A preview because sometimes these things take me hours. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I like to just kind of get lost in the. I'm Space Viking 42. We got CP Sketch. Um, hey. Gonna be a regular on the show for sure. Helping me out with logistics. Enjoying me having, having me here because I'm enjoying this. Um, and um, so that's that's yeah. it for the show, guys. Um, have a great rest of your night, everybody. Um, after I do this little outro thing, we're gonna do a raid. CP, if you have to go, I understand. Yeah. Um, have a have a good time at whatever you're doing. I hope that it's hope that it's. Yeah, I'm uh, gonna go kill. I'm gonna go kill this funeral right now. Let's, hey, all right. <laughs> well, well, that's what yeah. I mean by like. I hope that it's a healthy healing experience. Because that's what it's supposed to be. It's yeah, it's a thing. I went last night and that was fine. So um, yeah, I'll let you know. I'll okay. uh, I'll probably I'll probably chat with you a little bit when I get back, just to take my head off of things. And if you want to do a continuation in the afternoon, if this is too short for you and you need more, hit me up. So sure. for now, but for now, let's uh, get on with the day. And I wish you all a wonderful rest of your day. And keep thinking, keep contemplating. Not to the point where it drives you crazy, but makes you feel good. Tell yourself good things. uh, Make things better a little bit every day, and your life will be a lot more manageable. Oh, yeah. Don't that never stop questioning thing. That goes for you as well. Question yourself. Question your, your own reality. 
Kill that ego if you have to. Not everyone has to kill your ego. You don't have to kill it, but definitely dig. Dig deeper. Thanks, Arwen. 